Hi, Joe Lysett here in Bridge End, and my favourite agricultural podcast is the Pub Yields podcast with Jacob and Di. All the other agricultural podcasts are a load of piss and shit. They're a load of piss and shit. How are you doing, Jake? Not too bad, Di. How's things with you, mate? I fucking hell, it's been a good big couple of weeks now, Jake. Fucking hell. It's been uh so I should I, I was thinking this the other day, actually. Every single podcast within the first sentence, I decide to swear. I really need to cut that out in case my mother listens. <laughs> or, you know, just from a professional point of view, I shouldn't start every single week. With fucking hell, should I? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, but yeah. It's been, it's been a good couple of weeks, haven't it, Di? Jesus, I, I don't even know where to start. Well, well lambing, lambing finished. I think that was the highlight for me. That was a big week. That was a big week, and the obvious was AGM for me. Yeah, it's then, just silly, isn't it? It's just silly. And then you were. It was incredible. Then you were off on your own piss up down in uh, the West Country. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. You know, farming connect trip again. Uh, can't can't fault them. Sorting it out for us. Uh, good couple of steady visits, looking around farms, and then uh, a few beers in the night. So thank you very much. Last weekend, Jake, we had our club, Regen YFC's 80th dinner, big anniversary dinner in, in the centre of Cardiff. Can I just say, David? Incredible address. It was like a young William Higgs stood up there addressing <laughs> that night. Well done, mate. I was talking to someone after, and they said, "Oh, good speech, Di. Um, I've never heard someone uh, make young farmer sound like a bloody military academy." <laughs> it was, it was uh, your speech, or natural, Di. Absolute natural. <laughs> yeah, it was hellish night, though. Hellish night, going not it, Di? Good night. We, we've had some nice photos together, Jake. We have, we have had some nice photos. I gotta be honest, so I didn't really appreciate that story you put up the other day of me <laughs> being that bloody dweebish train spotter on Instagram. Uh, I gotta be honest. And, uh, that's it, Francois Bourgeois. But do you know what, Di? It would have been even funnier if you got the bloody colour tractor right. You know, yep, I get sorry. excited when I see blue tractors, not green ones. Should we? Uh, yeah, it was it was funny, mind. But yeah, I, I actually know some boys that would go around doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, I remember I when... some of your Mackies some of your Mackies in Harper. I bet they loved it, did they? Well, I was going to say without uh, mentioning the um, when I was in the Edgemont Community College, uh, we um, <laughs> we were there, every, to get to campus every day. You drove up a place called Cheney Hill, and all through the year there was maize growing in this field on Cheney Hill. And then one day we were in lectures and we had a phone call. Fucking hell, boys, they're chopping Cheney Hill, they're chopping Cheney Hill. So we all left lectures, drove down there like idiots, got a few packs of cans, and we're parked on the side of the road, just watching the chopper and the trailers up and down. Next thing, a mate of mine, Joe Cluley, he's classic, you know, CB CB on the top of his golf. He's inside. Oh, virgin. <laughs> yeah, he's inside on his CB, <laughs> trying to find the same channel as the chopper driver in the trailers, trying to get on their channel. I was like, fuck me, boys. Is this the future of our? Oh, you boys were cool, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. 
Didn't get laid much, but saw so, saw so maze chop, but. <laughs> but anyway, let's roll back a bit as well. AGM Jake, how was the FOMO? Uh, beforehand, I was, you know, I thought I'd be okay, but next year I'm going. I'm going next year. The FOMO was just uh, no, Jake, Jake, Jake. My weekend off got to a, got off to a very bad start, didn't it? I was sat in a train, and Jacob's eighteen year old. Uh, 18 year old lambing student sent him a photo of me on the train with a caption looking for someone his own age <laughs> I, I gotta say that I did feel sorry for you you were officially the second oldest boy in the whole county on AGM <laughs> that's, that's not a good start is it and the oldest not a good... two months older I know I know but funny thing is Odai we were all calling you granddad you know the classics the, the granddad or <laughs> Hope the youngsters look after you and all of that bollocks. But next year, now us boys are actually gone ahead and booked. They come along with you because the FOMO was that bad. So, yeah. So, you, at least you won't be by yourself next year, Grandad. It's just nothing like it, is it? And also, one thing I will say, which might change your mind, Jake. Next year, right? Yeah. Youngest people on AGM will have been born in 2005. I remember the 2005 Grand Slam. I was literally just about to say that Kevin Morgan try against Ireland in the Millennium yep, Stadium. Yep, 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 yep. Shave away, Gavin. Shave away. Gavin Ensign, this, you know, the third most famous person to come out, out of Bridgend after me and you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we did mention AGM, Jake, which of course was an incredible time for me, a wonderful time for so many. But the sad news coming out of it was it was actually an awful time for a few people. And um, my heart bleeds again, mate. It's just, I don't even know what to say anymore. It's just too prevalent. It's happening far too often. And I'm sure everyone listening knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was terrible, the news that came out of that AGM. Die, you're right there. And, you know, we're all thinking of that family and everyone has been left behind. Um, and our thoughts go out to them. Um and we just really, if there's anyone else ever listening, we've mentioned this before on the podcast, anyone else listening who might be in a, in a tough place, in a dark place, just remember, although this podcast was set up for, you know, me and Di to have a laugh and to entertain you guys, there's also a serious message behind the podcast as well. Me and Di are always at the end of, end of the pit Instagram page if you ever need to speak to anyone or if you're ever feeling... You just need to get something off your chest. One of us will always be there to speak to you. And you've just got to realise that no matter how bad it gets, there's always people there for you. And there's always people there who love you, really, in it, I? Well, exactly. And Jake, we've been doing this podcast now for 18 months. And, you know, I'm not just saying this to big it up. We get an awful lot of messages and an awful lot of interaction. Have we ever not replied to anyone ever? No, no, and that's that's the whole point of this. We we're here for you guys, as I'm sure other people are as well. Just speak out because that's one thing about agriculture, and that's one thing about the farming community. That when the chips are down, we are here for each other, aren't we? Exactly, and it's very difficult sometimes to speak to someone you know. So speak to us because you don't know us really. You might feel like you know us, but you you know we're not in your inner sanctum we're not in your 
group of friends so there won't be any judgments there won't be any foreboding it'll just be you know shooting the shit and some uh, yeah. shoulder crown so yeah completely agree with die there guys we're here for you different different people to speak to and just drop us a message drop us a message i uh i went around for a good long time with today's guest actually on agm did you? Did yeah. you? Well, well, what was what was he like in the flesh? Because he was a bloody good lad when he came on this podcast. Yeah, just for the listeners at home, this this episode is pre-recorded, so we won't be mentioning it. We do mention though, Jake, the type, because of course I first met him at the uh, Welsh Winter Fair, and uh, I was giving it Billy Big Bollocks, <laughs> buy me a drink and bring it over, and um, so yeah, I owed him a drink on AGM, and yeah, bought him a drink and went round. God, he's a good lad. He. he uh, he just he just took a piss out of me for all the time we were there. To be fair, uh, well, his his Instagram gave me some serious FOMO. I got to be honest, that he's one of yep. the culprits that is to blame for a load of 29, 30 year olds booking up AGM next year. But yeah, like I said, today's guest is Tom the Young Farmer, who some of you may have heard of, big mates of Greg James on Radio One, and is a really interesting story. Actually, just a general guy, dairy farmer from Shropshire, who just kept writing in and kept texting into radio one and before you know it he's got a bit of he's one of the well he's all he's always he's a cult hero he's a cult hero that's exactly what i was looking for he's a cult hero with the radio one listeners isn't he yeah you know and let's be honest that's the audience we need to be targeting is radio one isn't it it's not radio four it's radio one and this young man has got that audience eating out of the palm of his hand I don't blame him. He's a lovely chap. He is a he is a really nice chap, really nice chap. Switched on, but knows how to knows how to have a good time too. Should we say? Cheers, Jake. Let's get on. Thanks, Dad. Hello and welcome to the Pubios podcast with me, David. I forgot my fucking name there. Uh, with me, David. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> with, with me, David Rees. And me, Jacob Anthony. And um, before we introduce our guest, Jake, actually, um, I haven't told you this. I did the um, the over twenty ones brain stress competition on in the last weekend, which Mate, we you need, which yeah, we won. You need, you need to let which, go. Which we won, of course we did. Fucking hell. But I literally, because <laughs> I was chairman of the brain stress, I started the comp, I started, I opened brain stress, I guess. Hello and welcome to the Pontypridd <laughs> Athletics Club with me, David Rees, <laughs> and our panel tonight. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually yeah i did yeah it's just fucking in my head though anyway i bet all the parents because all the parents are big listeners to the pod so i bet they love that oh yeah they love it <laughs> Ooh, he's, he's fucking casual isn't he? anyway 
more importantly, <laughs> we got to introduce our esteemed guest, Tom. Well, what what Tom Everell, but well, we get into all the Tom the Young Farmer stuff later. You're Tom Everell, yeah? Yeah. I was uh, I was a night out up in Bilth with Diary son. <laughs> oh, ah, yeah. Uh, someone was too busy judging fucking Christmas trees or something. <laughs> I tell you what, it's harder the top. It's harder the top. Yeah. No, it's fucking class, to be fair. Um, I'll have to get that point back off you at some point. Like, but, yeah, um, you will, actually. That was, that was fucking um, funny, Jake. Do you want to just tell... That, uh, that bar was stupid. Oh, I heard you were buying Sugarloaf and other people's stuff. Yeah, fun knows. I, th- I think I'd have had enough of a jar full already because I started buying drinks for fun knows. <laughs> went over to the dab and I got introduced by like eight different people I'd never met before. I was like, oh, do you want a beer? <laughs> you were, uh, when I, I, I must have been pretty oiled because I read the messages back the next day. I was like, fuck me, how rude is that? You were like, I am mate, you can't see a pint. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're over here. I love a Guinness. Sugarloaf will have one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he's he's say, making out there just because he was pissed Tom. He's as rude as fuck like I normally. That's <laughs> 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 just standard dog. So <laughs> yeah, uh, Tom, what are you drinking tonight, mate? Oh, uh, we're on cans of Guinness. Oh cans of Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on exactly the same, but do you want to know what I did? I was, um, I got an eight pack, a crate, an eight pack, like that, and I was carrying it in my arm, I guess, coming up the stairs, got my laptop in one hand, my crate, like that, and I was walking up the stairs, like that, and the bottom of the crate gave, and they oh, all no. just fell, rolled down the bottom <laughs> of the stairs. Oh, so I showed Jake earlier, every can I open is a fucking. Oh, oh, fuck you, no. Anyway, so that's what you're drinking. What are you drinking, Jake? Um, just some Ponzi APA. Yeah, it is a Ponzi one. I don't particularly like this. It's called Lock Lomond, and it's a Prospect Street. Yeah, it's not. It's not for me, to be honest. I, you know, each week I come on here and try a different IPA, trying to look, you know, funky and hip and stuff. But yeah, this tastes like a kind of shit. So, see, guys, just to tell the people at home, you know, people worry that with sponsorship and endorsements, we'll just become corporate pigs. No, no. If we think something's shit. We'll be the first to tell you guys that it's fucking shit. So, right, everyone at home, Lock Lomond Ale, shit. They won't be sponsoring us anytime soon. Anyway, <laughs> now let's let's get back to the guest. Not talking about a can of shit, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, Tom, you're a dairy boy, then? Yeah, I'm seeing to be down that road of things. Um, we're a 320 acre odd mixed dairy farm, um, milking about 110 at the moment. Holstein Frisians with a few sort of uh, rarities amongst the herd. A um, couple of jerseys and a couple of Montes just a few years ago tried to make up the numbers a bit. Um, had a few issues with the breeding of things, but seem to be on track now. We actually had Genus out the other day having a testimony of us <laughs> to uh, congratulate us on our bloody fertility and stuff so um oh we'll have a drink to that movie boys yeah that sounds good yeah before we do this is what i was saying about the guinness ready (laughs) (laughs) nicely well that's that's nice that genus came out and gave you um what what did they give you for the fertility sorry uh well they kind of took a shitload of photos and uh 
screwed our brains through a load of sort of details about the farm oh. and then gave it some coats. Well, that actually, actually, oh, the that's fertility, not your fertility. I was going to say because here in South Wales in the valleys, um, actually, the someone came out from Westminster before to grant you know some sort of um special recommend uh, recommendation or recommendation, sorry on um, some of the girls in the valleys who actually got very high fertility as well. They banged out nine kids in three years. And, you know, nine different dads as well. So that's, that's, you know. I remember when I was in school, um, one of the 15-year-old girls got an MBE for... um, for... (laughs) Just a population. (laughs) She got an MBE for her services to slag her. She was really, really doing her bit. Yeah, proper, Just, uh, you know, proper shaggers they are in the valleys, like. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Sounds but, uh, like uh, Prince Andrew would have had a whale of a time. A lot of them do look a bit like Prince Andrew, do <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, the ears, no, you can see it's the ears. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild, <laughs> Tom, tell us, uh, tell us who you sell the milk to. That was interesting. Oh, uh, so um, our milk goes to Belton Farm. Um, who are a local cheesemaker uh, all their suppliers are within 25 miles of them so they've got some over in cheshire and sort of some all around me really um but yeah so goes to make cheese um fucking nice cheese if i do say so it's yeah they you make this like one you look like you like like a bit of cheese tom yeah fucking cheese and wine you know me party. <laughs> love it um uh, not, not, nothing wrong with a pint of Carlin and a bit of kebab as well. No, cheese exactly. and wine. God, the BBC have haven't, they've bloody changed it, haven't they? Jay? That's that's <laughs> what's happening with taxpayers' money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going on cheese and wine nights. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's it. Fuck now. But um, no, yeah, it's um, it's all right. They're pretty good to us. Well, reasonably, it's um, I mean the price is up at the moment, but. So is the price of everything else. So it's a bit kind of uh, yeah. We're almost at the same point we are, or were a few months ago. Even with the price increase, just because yeah, I want to get too political on the whole uh, fertilizer, fuel, feed. It's yeah, just all yeah. Let's let, 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 let's not. I'm, I'm sure. I I don't know, Jake, but I'm sure the Farmers Weekly podcast will cover all that. There's no need to cover it. If they don't farm in today, well, um, yeah, yeah, just um, just leave that. Leave those guys crack on with that depressing shit, and then yeah, um, the beer, a panther, and farming laughs, aren't we? Yeah, farming and recreation podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, Tom, you're very professional. Do you want to come on board, mate? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I did have to turn down the Farmers Weekly boys. To be fair, I. I was like, oh, they did offer, but I was like, oh no, I'm gonna gonna have two points of these Welsh boys and see what that's about. I mean, PYT, I saw PYT, Pabils till I die. Yeah, But if if you're selling cheese, then those jerseys will come in handy, wouldn't they, for your butter fat? Yeah, that's it. We had one carved the other day, like, and I don't know how much of an impact cheese had, but the butter fat seems to be through the roof at the moment. We had our test results the other day and it was 4.75 which i don't think we've ever touched that eye which is considering there's you know talk, not... talk to me like i'm an idiot tom which is probably pretty easy to do i know sweet all about dairy but the fact yeah. stuff like that means nothing to me talk like i'm the village idiot explain to me what's good what's bad what average is what, what is it mate yeah well um 
we get certain bonuses for reaching a point with protein and fat. Um, I'm pretty sure their point at the moment is above, was it? it's about 4.2. You have to be above to get the fat bonus. And then it's, I think it's 3.3 or something for the protein. And um, yeah, so it's, they have a set price. And then after that, you get sort of an extra, I don't even know what it is. I think it's half a penny or a penny more if you reach these targets with that. And, uh, then they're obviously looking for um, low batch scan and low cell count as well. So it's, you know, it's, that's pretty standard. But um, so they're basically, pretty... Basically, Jake, the, to really dumb it down, basically you want you want high butter fats for um, high proteins for producing cheese generally because it's... Going, you know, it's, it's, it's going into solid production, but um, generally yield is detrimental to, to butter fat and protein. Right. So, you know I mean? the I, more I you see, produce... like obviously, like these these big Holstein units don't have great butter fat. Yeah. So that's yeah. why that's why generally a lot of these cheese producing like will have like Jersey cows and things like that because they're lower producing, but they yeah. got better. So to hear Tom say, to hear Tom say they got levels of four point seven percent with high yield in Holsteins. It's very impressive to you. I see what you mean. I went to um, a talk a couple of years ago with a guy that was supplying, uh, producing cheese and then supplying, he was actually supplying Harrods in London and he had Montpellier's or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, like a hybrid breed. It could be beef on, beef on dairy, like a hybrid breed. They're, they're, um, yeah. we, we had a few, we had a few, they weren't milking, but they were in the young stock or where I was on placement and, um, they look like beef cattle, don't they? But they, uh, yeah, they like white faces, like Harrods. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. I thought they were quite, they, they look quite chunky things. You know, they could get away with being oh, yeah. just suckler cattle, couldn't they? Well, yeah, you, they're fucking massive, really. But, well, you, um, imagine, Jake, you know, um, you you know, you chuck um, an Angus or a Hereford or a, a limb on on a dairy cow that you don't want to have a um, heifer out of. Yeah. And those calves sell well, don't they? Like you look at a market port every year, like it's it's prop dairy farming up for the last 10 years, the calf prices. Well, imagine the sort of calf that comes out of a, a continental cross Montbelliard and then you're selling a six-week gold. They're like bloody weapons. But yeah. Yeah. Right. Ah, you, start, you seem a big fan. Are we going to see some in my steak soon? Oh, no, no. And then, of course, when you cull that cow at the end of her life, She's practically like culling a beef cow. But anyway, fuck me, boys. Why are we talking about farming? We don't we don't do this. <laughs> Every day's a school day. It's just good to learn something. But no, going back uh, to it, it's yeah. very it's very impressive. High yield in Holstein's producing 4.7. Normally these normally these boys with high yield in high input, high output, they're just producing white milk, white water. It's per play. No, yeah, it's um, it's funny how it's fallen. Really, we've almost felt like a fucking block carving herd the last sort of few months. We've had guys like nearly a third of the herd carve over the last three months, which has just yeah. been a bit sort of manic. With so there's a lot of fresh cows in the herd as well, um, and yeah, we got a lot of heifers coming through due to the good fertility of things. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's uh. Work at homes, it's good, and, it, and it's also really fucking shit. It's, <laughs> yeah. um, we've uh, had our sort of full-time workman who's worked with us, well, worked for me granddad before me dad had come here, and he's been with us 47 years. Oh, yeah. And um, 
last week, unfortunately, he just went in for an operation. He found out he uh, got cancer. So he's sort of uh, been, a, been a bit bit rough the last week or so. Um, but yeah, he, he like he lives and breathes for the farm. It's a, like yeah. like nothing yeah. you've ever heard. Like you'd never find another worker like that. Like in today's age, it's just he just loves it. He's like it's one of the last things he said before he went into the operation is like asking about the fucking calves and stuff like that. And oh, I can't fucking stand yeah. calf feeding. Honestly, it's fingers yeah. fingers crossed for a speedy recovery there, Tom. Yeah, we'll yeah, that's it. You know, we'll have a drink to him. We'll have a drink to him. Ah, yeah. Good old John. Yeah, to John. It's um, it's um, I mean, he's retiring this year, or was supposed to be anyway. Well, say retiring, he he'd never fucking retired. Get too bored, he'd um, he'll go down to part time, I think. But this literally two weeks prior to the operation is when he found out, and um, so they've like rushed him into it, and uh, no fair play to. Hopefully, it's um, yeah, gonna get sorted quickly, really, for him because he's like genuinely like the nicest guy you'd ever fucking meet. He rips me the shit out of me every fucking day. He's just like turns up seven o'clock when he comes in and he's like, "Oh, you're here then." (laughs) Like without fail, it's the same. It's like um, he's like an uncle. He's been there so long. Like oh, literally, like he's like he's part of the family and yeah. Oh yeah. You hear some of these guys that have that service to an individual farm, and it's they're few and far between. And there's there's not many of them left now, and there's not many no. coming back through, is there? You know, no, no, exactly. It's um, he's been here well, well longer than my dad, because the farm we're at now is actually from my mum's side, um, where my dad grew up. We still use, but that's about sort of five miles down the road. We just use that for rearing young stock and things like that. Um. But yeah, God, John's uh, knows more about the bloody place than anyone. It's it's unreal. Also, but, um, big respect to your father. He knew what he was doing. He married well. There's a bit there's something by her though, Di, that reminds me a little bit of your mother and father. There's less than five miles between them two as well. <laughs> you know, the old man saw the diesel prices in 1978 and thought. Oh, what's that? Tempe a litre? No, no. It's really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're um, you're a strong young farmer, aren't you? Uh, Tom, you big with the uh, YFC? He's yeah, so he's the <laughs> yeah, God. Um, so yeah, I'm chairman of my club this year, which is um, fucking intense, like, but it's it is, um, no. it's good fun. It's uh. Well, pretty much the whole of February we spent just rehearsing for our pantomime, which uh, we performed, what was it, two weeks ago, Friday. Well, two weeks ago, yeah. Well, (laughs) it all went to shit on the night, really, in terms of fucking people forgetting lines. We jumped forward about two pages, jumped back, (laughs) and it was just a case of fucking holding it together with cable ties and beta twine, honestly. It was... um, it was a hell of a laugh, though. I mean, I was the only one in it who'd done anything on stage before. The entire cast were like all younger members yeah. who'd never been involved with it. So it was um, great to see them actually take part in it. And because, um, yeah, we're sort of we're in a phase in my club of it phasing out sort of a load of the older lot who are like mm. 25 right. plus. Exactly the same. 
and um we got a load of sort of well i think the next oldest is like 20 so it's like they're all yeah. younger than that if not it's even There's... one lad who's 11 in it so he's like uh... that literally mirrors our club tom because yeah. covid is like my last year bloody hell i was like 26 covid started so my last year was obviously then where it was a strong group of us and COVID has basically finished off the top end of our club. Yeah. And now all the ones that were kids have come back now and they're, you know, they're 18 plus now. And yeah. it's just very, very bottom heavy now, isn't it, Di? It, and Di's the chairman this year. I took my hat off to him because it's tough. It's tough. You're about, you're probably the only one. There's you and two others there, Di, that are over 22, that are actively like, or over 20, yeah, that will do anything. It, there's a real change in the guard because obviously the strong group at the top end of the age grade a range before covid obviously aren't gonna come back well, I, I haven't come back and then there's obviously an awful lot of youngsters that have come of age they're all like you know recruitment evening you normally have one or two new guys this recruitment evening jesus there's like 20 new kids where the hell have you come from because of course it's been three years since the last recruitment evening but anyway um is a real change in the guard and it's a bit of a babysitting session, but uh, you know, you, you've just got to nurture them new because they'll be. They, you've got to we, do it. You all want to see the club survive, don't you? So yeah, got they it. are such a, and it is, it is really rewarding actually because there are kids who two years ago would have been maybe 15, 16, and in a club meeting, because you had Jake and you know, all, all our age range there, they wouldn't dare say a word in a meeting. But now all that old boys have gone. They're, you know, they're standing up, they're giving their views, they're saying what they think should happen. And you think, well, you know, it's probably for the best, you know. Yeah, no, we're exactly the same as that, especially yeah. sort of after a load of them have done this pantomime. Like, it's, you know, you can just tell their confidence has just boosted massively in terms of, you know, it's, it's just, you're, you're proud of them almost, don't you? It's like, yeah. you're yeah. glad that they've sort of, because I mean, when I first joined, I was, well, I was kind of in the opposite boat in terms of I was sort of one of the few that joined the year I joined. And then there was a load of older lot who I sort of ended up tagging along with. And um, it was, yeah, you know, like I was sort of taken under their wing, if you like, well, dragged mm. through fucking fever and all the rest of it. Before, before we move on, I counted four COVIDs in that conversation. So, um, chin chin. Oh, no. Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> Guinness is as flat. It's not nice when drinking a pint of shit, guys. Yeah, yeah. How's your glass of piss over there? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not, not great, mate. Not great. I'll send some up to you now. You can oh, see what the butt of that is. That's <laughs> down there. Yeah. You, you big into rugby, Tom? Kind of. I don't know. I think I joined like at school when I was in year seven and then soon realised I was fucking awful. So that's been stopped yeah and um yeah just sort of got back into it with it sort of goes hand in hand with young fans really doesn't it yeah, in terms yeah. of um, the gang and crew really isn't it yeah that's it I, I mean i had memories the other day from a year ago when we'd piled into someone's shed and sort of watched it on a tv when nothing was open up and all that so yeah no it's <laughs> you got to get involved in it a load of mates of mine went down to cardiff to watch that well they were in um walkabout when that game oh, was on, like, have you, uh, God, have you experienced Cardiff? I've never been to Cardiff. Hey, well, you're on, a, you're on the elite list now. We uh, have arranged this night out like two or three times, but we keep going into lockdown. But we are going to get it, and the list is getting bigger, Tom. So uh, you will be experiencing <laughs> Cardiff. But 
Walk Tom. about unless his match day is pretty But Tom. we will arrange this night out. Looking at uh, me. By the time this episode comes out, there will be... It's going to be 30 plus. No, 33, 34. 36 of us. Fucking hell. <laughs> Not only fucking hell. How have we managed 36 guests, Jake? I don't know, but I've just got to say something even funnier. Di, did you get a... You know Flav? Have you yeah. heard Flav's episode, Tom? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. He messaged the other day to say he's in Cardiff tomorrow night. I know. Again... This pod's out in like seven weeks' time, so the tomorrow night reference makes no sense. But it's still yeah. funny that Cav, um, Flav, a pig farmer from Sussex, is in Cardiff tomorrow night. It's just random, like <laughs> yeah. Flav is Flav is so cool. Like yeah, he'd pull he'd, it off yeah. with anyone, wouldn't he? He's a good boy. Uh, hero that bloke. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. It's funny you mentioned Sussex, really, because that's um where I ended up spending my placement year. With Reese Heath, it was um, yeah. down in West Sussex, which was a. Uh, it's funny, right? I like I joined Reese Heath what when I was eighteen, turning nineteen, and everyone else in my course was fresh out of school, so it was a bit fucking weird in that yeah. I was two years older than them. There was another, I think there was another couple in my year that were sort of the same age, or so it wasn't you know too bad, but it was sort of weird for that first year where I was sort of able to go out with the third years around Nantwich and then sort of all the first years were sort of no, trying to get yeah. dodgy dealings with fake IDs and yeah. <laughs> get out with when us. About, when about would have you been there then Tom because um Ellen Helliwell uh who's been on the pod used to go to Reseath as well were you there about the same sort of time? Uh don't recognize the name but uh I was there Jake, Jake Jacob's done the classic thing here of um Offending Elliot Ellen, who is quite clearly a lot older than you, Tom. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Jacob, I, I mean, Jacob, Tom yeah. is 23, Ellen would be about 28. Oh, yes, Ellen's the same. Age. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yes. I, I'm Tom, sure there's a you there'd probably be a photo of her in the background somewhere in a classroom or something like that. Again, no, it's like it's pretty much the same as it, the classic thing, Tom. Go over the bridge, you bump into someone. You, do, you start talking to someone and they'll say, oh, my, I've got a friend. I, I've, I've got a friend and he's from, um, he's from Kamar then. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's like the other side of Wales. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> you know? Oh, but you must know him. No, there's like fucking three million people live in Wales. I don't know every single Welsh. <laughs> so, Tom, you're from England. You must know Josh Lucy. <laughs> Shit, yeah, that's me. Uh, that's me fucking cousin, that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's literally. Yeah. Shit like that, isn't it? It's... Um, <laughs> Oh, it's the same with Shropshire. Like it's just, yeah. Go on. I, I went for um, I went for like a like an experience weekend when I, I would have been about fifteen. It was like when, when I could still go, you know, uh, in Reese Heath, you know, and like you stay there and like you do all these. It's, yeah. a, bloody, it's a bloody nice farm. A good um, yeah. pig, pig and dairy unit, I remember as well. Yeah, I think they've sacked off the pig unit now. I think they've put oh, right. robots in there. I don't know. It's changed a lot since I left. It was all sort of. They were going to make it all smart and new as soon as all of us are fucked off, and as far as I can tell. Let's um, let that Tom fuck off, and we might actually spend some money. <laughs> yeah, no, it is good crap. Like, it's, um, I don't know. I'd say that first year I was there, it had the third years that I was with then was sort of, I don't think there was another year like that. It's just, I don't know. I think everyone says that, though, don't they, with terms of... Um, like as soon as you leave 
um, you all you've been to like uh, whether it's fucking Harper or wherever people say the fucking golden ages the golden days have gone like yeah. in um, but uh, I had a good time there it was uh, first year done and dusted and yeah I went down to West Sussex and that was quite a change really Leave, living in a fucking static caravan with no double glazing barely any fucking heating um this one that I'm fucking in now is a bit better. It's just up the fucking lane from the farmhouse, but I couldn't fucking move back in with the family as soon as I'd lived away. I, couldn't yeah, fucking, oh, I made that couldn't mistake. Think of anything worse. I made that mistake. I, I I said to people before that you know the Olympics is all about peak physical endurance. Well, an Olympic sport should be moving back in with your parents. But the uh <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting you should say about, you know, the golden age of colleges. I remember when um, every year when I was in uni, you'd say, oh, what are the freshers like? Oh, man, they're wet this year. They're wet this year. Yeah. Oh, they're wet this year. They're wet this year. I bet in 1999, they were saying, oh, the freshers are wet this year. They're fucking wet this year. Uh, it's always. No, I mean, yeah. I, I even hear that about fucking half an hour and I don't even fucking go there. But, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, the man, fucking the chaps. The French were more wet, though, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's all those geography things with blue hair, isn't it? <laughs> Mate, they're sellouts. Uh, corporate sellers. Nah, but I, I tell you what, though, Tom, you probably agree with this. Even if you don't want to go and study a degree or something, or there's opportunities for people to go to colleges, and there's plenty of good colleges about the country, yeah. isn't there? And you'll still get the lifestyle and the experience there, won't you? And you'll get the... I think the most important thing is, yeah, year out is very important, learning to work on different farms, um, work for someone else other than your parents. But I think it's the meeting people. I always say that oh, the most absolutely. important is meeting people and mixing with people from different backgrounds. Yeah. The no. skills you learn, life skills and communication skills you learn just can't be obtained in any other manner or if you just stay in your village all your life. No, that's exactly it. I mean, God, the people I've met all over the country, I'd still think it's the best thing. Well, second best thing I ever did. First best thing was joining your farmers. Then after that, it was going to Reese Heath, just sort of getting out of my comfort zone in terms of just doing something that, you know, I was, I sort of had my close group of mates with young farmers, which were all like a bit older than me. So I was going into a new crowd of people and I think it was one of the best things I ever did. It just like, it puts you in a whole new, perspective a whole new friend group like you know got people over in derbyshire down to sussex up to you know um fucking going there this weekend work at lancashire um <laughs> like you know you know you meet people from all over and it's, it's yeah well i i always joke to jake but it's all in jest i honestly think colleges are in terms of the agricultural industry are, are such a untapped resource like i wish i'd gone to college like I, I got to university by doing A-levels, 16 to 18, I did A-levels. Well, if you look at me now, where I'm sat now, all right, I might be a bit more, in, you know, I know, oh, that's, what I mean is, if you look at me where I'm sat now. What do you mean by that? What do you know then? Think you're better than us. When I went to uni, I'd had experience of writing assignments, so I was like better at that, whereas boys are going to college. We had, we had to do assignments. Yeah, well, like, yeah, but, I like uh, yeah, but how, like how, how seriously, how, how seriously did you have to take like references and things like that? 
I would, no, I would like, shit off to the, paint by numbers. Like, yeah, I have to like color one of these in blue ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, was, no, it was pretty but, serious. What I was going to say is, if if you look at me as I'm sat here now, what I did between the ages, I between 16 and 18, I did physics, biology, and business. Well, I they would have been, they're pretty useless now. Like I okay, I know all about fucking um like the laws of physics and biological. But what the fuck use was that? Whereas if I'd done two years in college doing practical agricultural things, I think I'd been, and I would have ended up at university anyway. Yeah. No, there's a mate of mine who says the exact same thing. He mm. wishes he went to sort of Reese Heath or wherever instead of doing A levels when he sort of ended up at Harper or whatever. It's just, <laughs> I think it, you don't really know what you want to do when you leave school. I mean, I know I sort of went through the whole of secondary school not wanting to be involved in farming at all i sort of you know from a young age i was like proper keen on like going out and you know fucking seeing daddy on the tractor and yeah. all that shit but um i got to secondary school and i just like uh i'm embarrassed by the sort of lad i was back then it's like i would not recognize him and he definitely wouldn't fucking recognize me it's like oh come on get him from right tom take us back you're 15 what are you wearing Oh, fuck me. You're talking... I'm thinking Slipknot hoodie. Uh, <laughs> no, I think yeah. it would definitely be like a no fear hoodie. No fear hoodie. Yeah. It's like a can of fucking uh, 35p energy drink in my hand. <laughs> and like yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, going down the park on my BMX and, uh, um, and like spending unreal amount of time on Xbox and shit like that. Like it's just... The amount of my life that I've just wasted doing that. And yeah. It's just like I look back at secondary school. I don't have one memory from secondary school where I'm like, "Fuck, I wish I could relive that day." Yeah. It's same. like there's not there's not 100%, one hundred percent people who say school are the best years of your life. In my opinion, I lie yeah. because I never think to myself I'd love to be back in school. I nah. I didn't like it when I was in school. I look back at it now and I realize how much I actually hated it. Yeah, I hate yeah. it. And also, from my classes, I could see my farm. Yeah, exactly the same yeah. as me. So, exactly I, same as- so, like, it'd be peak <laughs> silage season. I'm sitting there doing some benign fucking religious studies, fucking, you know. <laughs> and uh, I could see the old man rowing up, and I was like, well, I could be rowing up, and he could be getting on with the bailing, couldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Okay, now. Well, you must have paid enough attention at school to go and do A-levels. You couldn't have missed the rake that much. <laughs> Well, true. Anyway, um, at the time, it was only a single road of rake, so fuck going on and doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you were on a big time back then. <laughs> yeah, you'd barely learn what concrete was back then. Like, <laughs> yes, I love concrete. I get it. Yeah. The guy um, doesn't actually do much farming. He wants to be a builder if he's <laughs> construction worker. Oh, I love it. I'm in my oils when I got up to my nuts in concrete. Anyway. Most 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 fifteen year old boys want to be up there nuts and guts. Die wants to be up there nuts and concrete, doesn't it? <laughs> boys, you know the chant. We mix. No, is it? We uh, we mix three to one. I said we mix three to one. We mix three to no. Okay. Um. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I know that one. That's yeah, one. Goodbye, that that's one for the virgins. Thank you. Anyway, Tom, <laughs> talk to me about Radio One. Oh, that's how I, I'll be honest, Tom. That's how I know you. Before, before we do that, say that I need a quick tingle. Toilet yeah, break. that's a fucking good idea. 
Go on. Although I'm going to break the fucking seal and I'll be fucking gone for the rest of the night. Cheers, Tommy. Well, while them two are away, let's have a look what Kiwi Kit this week have got on offer. Take it away, boys. Kiwi Kit Roxanne are proud sponsors of the Pub Yields podcast, bringing New Zealand solutions to British farmers, fencing contractors, and vets. As lambing gets into full swing, we have a range of great products available to you, including Roxanne Tax, Pell Electric Fencing, and Kaiwaka Clothing. For more information about the Kiwi Kit Roxanne product range, please visit the link below or in the Pub Yield social media pages. Radio One, talk to me. Yeah, so, oh God, it's um, it's probably an embarrassing start in just terms of, I don't know, you're sort of there most time working away in your tractor, doing whatever the hell, and, you know, you're listening away to the radio because, you know, you guys can't pump out the episodes fast enough, so it's um, <laughs> you've got to you've got to resort to the radio sometimes. Now. Oh fuck off! And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, she uh, says when the pods go out, North Night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just sort of started texting in, you know, just random times, and just suddenly, well, not really suddenly. It was like oh, I realised I'm getting a few shout outs here and thought oh, it's a bit of a laugh something to do found it pretty easy to get shout outs so it's like oh, i'll just put a little compilation together of some of the shout outs i've done and um i made it like i don't know it was in like the september and then you know nothing of it i didn't really sort of send it to anyone or anything and then it come to it was literally about this time last year um Okay, it was this time last year today that um, I got on with Greg and um, he played out that ridiculous compilation of a load of shout outs and um, it sort of spiralled from there really. Okay, let's talk about Tom the Young Farmer. This is a crafty young man. 22 his age in case you're wondering if he is actually a young farmer i'd say 22 is actually young he is a big radio one fan he is dedicated but that dedication has turned devious i'd say and he's managed to get a shout out from pretty much every single radio one dj exhibit a hello to tom young he's a farmer tom the young farmer in shropshire morning. it's tom the young farmer it's tom the young farmer good morning to you no tom the young farmer adult says tom the young farmer in shropshire tom the young farmer good morning to you said tom the young farmer's been on he says tom is a young farmer in shropshire good morning to tom the young farmer he keeps wondering why tom the young farmer in shropshire gets so much airtime he's one of the most famous people that's ever appeared on radio one i'd say he's been many more than anyone everything after that was kind of his idea he was like oh well you've got all these shouts why don't you change your name and see where we go from there so i'm interested to find out whether it's your name we're drawn to or what you say and i suggested that he comes up with a new alias and he did and this happened big up to john t the joiner 
very catchy just as good if not better than Bob the Builder don't tell them I said that uh, John T the Joiner is welding up some agricultural machinery today feeling smug to be in the workshop in half in Hereford because the weather is horrible outside I then was on a run and I heard this on Annie's show the John T the Joiner in Hereford about to sit down for chicken fajitas it's been a long but productive day in the workshop glad to have been out with the rain and wind I hear you Johnny Scott Mills shouted out Jonty the Joiner, but then realised. Right, this is not okay. Loads of people you said Jonty the Joiner from Hereford has to be Tom the Young Farmer from Greg's show this morning, who always messages in. I've just checked. Yep, it's the same number. Stop that! Hundreds of messages going, Jonty the Joiner has got to be Tom, and yes, you're right. I then got Tom back on the show, and he did confirm that he was Jonty the Joiner. Uh, then there's uh, Eleanor and Brad. Eleanor was a personal trainer. I was like, fuck knows where these people come from in my head. But yeah, and then the probably the most well-known bit is when he, <clears throat> when he sent me over to Radio 2. And that was some of the most painful listening I've ever to, had to do in my life. Fucking hell. What dreary old bollocks fucking that is. Um, but he sort of challenged me to get shout-outs across Radio 2. So I basically did that. The main sort of one he wanted, or one he said I'd get the most points for in his imaginary chart, was if um, I got on Jeremy Vine. So the challenge was that you were going to try and get as many shout-outs as possible on Radio 2. And you are allowed to make up a new identity. So shall I press play? Press play. Hey, Steve, loving the show whilst I drive to my next job of the day as an emergency plumber. Keep up the good work from Peter and Baz in sunny Sussex. The plumbers are back. <laughs> Peter and Baz. Hey, Dermot, you bet it's out of hours. A flooded kitchen waits for no man. Vanessa, me, Peter and Baz are just about to clock on. Uh, call emergency plumbers for the day here in Sussex. We'd love a mention to lift our spirits. Peter and Baz, superheroes, off to do their first emergency plumbing job of a flooded bathroom. Proper legends they are. On the tunes while I drive home for my last job of the day as an emergency plumber. <laughs> Keep them coming. That's Peter and Baz <laughs> in sunny Sussex. I'm heading to the local golf course, says uh, Peter, with uh, my Partner Baz. Peter and Baz have been asked to go on call today as emergency plumbers. Peter and Baz in sunny Sussex tonight. Driving home from the last job of the day as an emergency plumber. Would like to give a dedication to my partner Baz and our daughter Pippa because they're my hero. I think the new doctor should be Michael Sheen. Peter and Sussex. Colin Dermot, can we be superheroes as we head to another day as emergency plumbers? You bet, <laughs> Peter and Baz. Peter, your daughter's studying agriculture. I'm thinking that's one where they must have surely got her in person or not. Yes, good afternoon, Jeremy. She hasn't set foot on university campus this year, which really? I think is a joke. <laughs> I got the vine. You talked about your daughter. You don't have a daughter at university. You're 22. You've achieved the dream. Peter, your daughter's studying agriculture. I'm thinking that's one where they must have surely got her in person or not. Yes, good afternoon, Jeremy. She <laughs> hasn't set foot on university campus this year. Really? Which I think is a joke. You're doing Radio 2, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, good afternoon, Jeremy. It's a it's a funny old world, the whole radio. I tell you what though, Tom, that's absolutely class because 
there's not many Radio 1 DJs I still listen to these days, but Greg James is one of them. And yeah. I hear you several times on there. And I remember all of this on Radio 1. And I used to think it was hilarious and brilliant because the way that they portrayed it, you can just imagine. I had a picture of you in my head. And <laughs> yeah, it's not far no, off it's... Shame. it's not far off what I thought. <laughs> yeah. What was what no. was Greg like then? Because I think he's such a character and to me, he's the only one that's propping radio up at the radio one up at the minute. There's if yeah. he wasn't there, I don't think there'd be many of us young farmers still listening to Radio One, would there? No, I think you're right there. It's um it's Greg and it's Scott and Chris, I'd say. Scott, um, Scott and Chris as well. They're, they're brilliant, yeah. brother than them. I switch it off. Yeah, no, I, I mean I won't lie, before sort of I don't even know when, back when the old sort of lineup used to be on. I used to be able to put up with sort of Annie Mac, and I know a lot of people hated Grimmy, but he was better in the afternoon than he ever was in the morning, but yeah. still, like, I don't yeah. know. It's Most of the time, I find it's the music that sort of kills it more, because if yeah. you listen to the whole day, it is literally just the same songs on yeah. repeat. They got the and it just, it'll drive you insane. So it's like, at the moment, I only listen to Greg's show in the morning, and then if I catch it, it'll be a bit of um, Scott and Chris's in the afternoon. And then after that, I don't listen to any of it. It's just, it drives you insane. You know, <laughs> like, I, I started driving tractors in the golden age of Dev did early mornings, four till six. Then Chris Miles. How often did you ever listen to four till six, Ty? <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. You must be joking. <laughs> Can I carry on? <laughs> Dev did four till six. Chris Miles did six till ten. Fern Cotton did 10 till 1. Greg James did 1 till 4. And then Scott Mills did 4. And Chris, and, and what is Becky? Remember Becky? She, they did 4 till 7. That was the fucking golden age. Can, can I just tell you something even sadder? When I started driving tractors, I remember Joe Wiley on Fern Cotton slot. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's a great um, innuendo bingo. That is when um, Fern Cotton finishes and uh, Clara Amford takes over. And Annie Mack says... Oh, congratulations to Clara Ramfo. I just absolutely certain she's going to absolutely smash for a cotton slap. <laughs> yeah, radio, radio One. Tell you what, I don't listen to any Radio One at all now. But what I listen to is the Greg James Daily and the Scott Mills Daily. Because like you say, yeah. it's their banter you want to listen to. It's not the bloody shit music they play. No. It's not the people in between. They bounce off each other so well, Scott and Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I fucking looked up tonight. He's bloody 47 years old, he is. Scott is. Yeah, he is. is he really- like, he's, I think he's waiting for Ken Bruce to bloody knock it on the head and he'll be scootling off to bloody Radio 2. He'll be smashing Ken Dot. Oh, uh, not Ken Dot. He'll be smashing uh, <laughs> Ken Bruce's slot. Actually, that probably isn't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, but you've met uh, Greg in person as well, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, briefly, like the chat I had was like 30 seconds and it was pretty mad. There was a few other people around us and like, I was pretty drunk at this point. It was at um, Radio 1's Out Out Live sort of last no October, November last year. Mm. And um, it was pretty crazy because he knew I was going to be there and they were sort of filming bits for like TV so they were coming out on stage before any of the acts and anything. And he sort of come outside. I think it was the second time he come out stage and literally to the whole of fucking Wembley Arena, 
he goes, where's Tom the Young Farmer? I know he's in here. Starts looking around the stage with him, Jordan and Vic as well. Like, spots me out and he's like, fucking love you, big man. I'll come say hello after. It's like, fucking hell. It's like 10,000 people there. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, I bet you I'm like, hi, I'm over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ridiculous. And like, I went down there with two girls who I'd never met before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just so, nice. no, yeah, nice. nice. Behave, <laughs> behave. That's how nice. it starts. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they're both uh, sort of keen, well, radio on. Keen, fucking hell, Jacob. Keen. Nice. Fuck nice. Oh. <laughs> I'm, just getting, um, I'm just getting closing scenes of American Pie 2, yeah, Stifler, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was not like that at all. Is um, No, so they sort of, I mean, God. I hadn't been to London since I was in like year 10 and I went down there like, what the fuck is a tube and all this. And um, it is just baffling London. Like, um, so I went and did that, went with them, like real nice sort of fucking looked after me if you like, and went there. And then we waited till the end of the show. Um, my God, what was it? It was like eight pound for a Strongbow Dark Fruit. Oh, like the most criminal thing in the world. It's like, honestly, it, it makes today's fuel prices look cheap. That does. Sorry, tell me you're a, you're a Shropshire young farmer. Don't tell me you're a Shropshire young farmer. It was eight pound. It was eight pound for a strongbow dark fruit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, not from the West Country, man. <laughs> oh, it's all the same in it, Jake. <laughs> it, it is. And anything along the West border, you've all like sound like Arthur's, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. except, except for actually that's a lie like when when you get liverpool's basically the west border and they don't sound like operas so that's a lie <laughs> and <I'm hot>. uh, <laughs> don't hey, get me Panda. started on the welsh border <laughs> the fucking welsh border when england opened up and wales didn't fucking hell the amount of you bastards that come over and started pillaging our women and yeah well now you know how it feels mate <laughs> <laughs> history, history repaying itself. I, <laughs> mate, no, we were just doing what no. England do or couldn't do and cross the border and take back ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Prince of Wales are down here in the south, <laughs> and they die. We've got the M4 to cross the border. Yeah, we're flying the flag. Don't you worry, buddy. Yeah. But no, so <laughs> anyway, getting back to sort of London and it's sort of the end of the show. We sort of lingered around at the end and Greg was sort of walking around meeting a few people, taking photos and whatever. And um, yeah, I had a brief chat with him. I was pretty wheeled at this point. I can't believe you're real. This is like a conversation when you're not like, oh. it's amazing that you're actually talking about it. Oh. So, uh, it's Tom! God, it was mad. It was like being a fucking celebrity down there. I was having to take photos with people, people like just random townies wanting fucking photos. Signature crazy, isn't it? Ridiculous. Mate, now you, now you know it's like how us pub, yeah, pub Yells boys feel on an idea. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's a burden. I it thought I was uh, promoting my name pretty well on Radio One, but uh. 
being on this podcast. I mean, God, it's like skyrockets in it. Hey, just... Unfortunately, I missed it, but one of our groupies was buying dye drinks at the Royal Welsh Winter Fair this year. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, them, them Christmas trees don't judge themselves, do they? Hey, mate, it's hard at the top. Those, those Christmas trees need a judging, like, I tell you what. They're <laughs> going to judge themselves. It was fucking Dav's like description of it when uh, when I got to, I was like, oh, where's Jake? He's like, oh, he's fucking got stuck judging some Christmas trees, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is there stock judging, and I'm <laughs> I'm judging fucking Christmas. Some great rumps on those Christmas trees. I want a fantastic <laughs> spring of ribs. Jake, I, I told oh, you tonight. Good to know. I, I, I read the messages back the next day. I must have been so rude. Tom was like, oh, mate, you're about, I'll get you a pint. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm here, mate. Get me a pint. Yeah, yeah, we're sat over here. And get Sugarloaf one, too. <laughs> What's- uh, literally. Uh, I remember, like, walking over to the <laughs> random area you was at, and um, I sort of listened around for a while for the huh, 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 but I couldn't yeah. hear it, so I had to message you and, uh, and get you to put your hand up. And I'll never fucking forget the way you saw, like, Went like, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> waving your hands in the air like a lunatic. Like, I'm over here, give me me Guinness. Great Welsh accent, mate. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Welsh is easy. Uh, if you can do an Indian accent, you can do Welsh. If you if you can talk like an Indian, then you're not far from a Welsh boy. If you really, if you if you just roll your eyes a bit more. But yeah, fucking hell, you wouldn't get away with that kind of uh, discrimination on the BBC. Honestly, God, you well, say anything that's slightly out of line on uh, BBC and they'll cut you out. It's, uh, I remember saying, What did I say once? I said something like, Oh, uh, I think I was describing how, like, uh, how I got so many fucking shout outs and whatever, and I was like, Oh, well, us farmers are always doing stuff, unlike the sort of layabouts the rest of the country. And they soon oh, yeah. cut that out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, yeah. They're a funny old bunch, like the producers you sport speak to before. There's like there's one producer on Scott and Chris's show, and I don't know, she's real blunt and just fucking terrifying to talk to. You know what else rhymes with blunt? I that that what the one word that gets blacked out on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. Do you notice know though? One of them. Do you notice though? I've just left it in uh, lately. I've just been leaving it in. Yeah, I thought that in the last podcast, or the one before, it was like you forgot to do it. Yeah. He's not on his game now. He's got a girlfriend, Tom. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> like, it's not that I forgot. It's because in that particular one, we said it six times. I was like, oh, do I want the work of putting bleeps? Ah, oh, just fuck out of it. Oh, it's a it. fucking hard life, in it. I tell you. you- you should try doing it while you're milking cows as well, and then you'd really know what fucking I Oh, God, I, I'd be, I wouldn't know what to do myself. <laughs> oh, milking the cows. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really interesting what you were saying about the BBC then. Like, I didn't realise that there was so many back and forths. And oh, my God. Like you, you, when you hear the phone call, you expect it to be raw, don't you? And that's all it. Yeah. Because on the phone, when they come out and film you, you know it's different. But when yeah. it's on the phone, you expect that. Yeah. No, you like I'll speak to two or three producers before I speak to Greg. Yeah. And it's like you'll be sort of you'll speak to an assistant producer first who's like, Oh yeah, it sounds good what you've done, whatever. Blah blah blah. This is what you'll be doing. Then you'll speak to the main producer, 
who's like, yeah, we'll put you through to Greg next. And um, yeah, the, you know, this is what we want you to do. Don't swear, fucking all this. Um, and then, yeah, it's sort of, because I spoke to Greg so many times, he sort of just bunts in. And it's kind of weird because his producer and Greg sound very fucking similar. So half the time, I don't realise whether fucking Greg's even started talking or not. Oh, yeah. But, um, uh, to, Greg is proper sound like he's... um. He is like out of them all. He sort of chats to you after, and you know he's wondering what you're doing with your fucking day and everything. And genuinely um, interested. You will. Yeah, that's it. Not only um, radio one, but I'm I'm a big fan and listen religiously to the Tailenders podcast. Did you listen to that? Yeah, I've I've just sort of started getting into that. And yeah, I, I, funny. I've listened it's to everyone fun. since it started. What about six yeah. six years ago now? I religiously every week. And uh, I've told yeah. you about that, Jake. It's, um, it's him, Felix White from the Maccabees, and Jimmy Anderson. Jimmy and they do a cricket yeah. it, it is so funny. Like, it's like, yeah. I don't have a fucking clue about cricket, but it's... Um, Honestly, if you've listened to it, have you, started, have you gone right back? Are you going through the back catalogue? Yeah, I'm literally... I think I'm in twenty the summer of 2018. Yeah, if you listen, though, if you, if you just listen, you'll pick it all up. And obviously, what you will, what you will listen through... Is England winning the World Cup in 2019, mate? It's yeah. you, you. You will go from not caring well, well, to loving I, it. I hate England, but like what, the England cricket team is the only thing I can ever get behind because it's England yeah. and Wales. I love, it's England and Wales in name only because there's no Welsh people behind it. But because it's got Wales and I can get behind them. But yeah. fuck, I was buzzing when they won the World Cup. Yeah, it's the first uh, time we World Cup has been Welsh and it died. <laughs> and I, I was. I, I I fell in love with it the, the, like everyone did the 05 Ashes and of course we had two Welsh boys in the team there and we had Simon Jones, Simon Jones and Simon yeah. Davis so um, Matthew Maynard, sorry, sorry, it? Simon Jones and Geraint Jones so it was it was Matthew like Matthew Maynard was in as well when he died yeah he might be in the squad um, but with Simon Jones alone just yeah. probably the best fast yeah. bowler on the planet at the time him and Harmison and oh, I just fell in love with it, and I've loved it ever since. But um, yeah, oh five ashes. I'd have been uh, I'd have been six years old, so I kind of recall it. Tom, I don't know. I don't know if you know this. Well, you won't know this, but I've actually been on uh, BBC Radio. Have you? Yeah, local the, uh, radio is it? No, when I was li- when I was living in Lancashire, they had yeah. um, they had the uh, Alan Beswick late night phone in. And there were a car, a car load of us once driving home from Young Farmers. So yeah. like, oh, go on, ring in, ring in. It's like, oh, go on, give me the phone. And uh, listen, listen to this. To join us, we're here until one. You can talk about anything, anything under the sun. We're not fussy. We're going to talk to David very shortly. I'll say a quick hello, but he's new, and so we'll greet him. How do, David? Hello, how are we doing? We're doing all right, mate. We're going to go to the news in about 40 seconds, so if you want to tell us your tale, and then we'll discuss it after the news, that's fine by me. Oh, well, uh, to be honest, Alan, I'm just a Welsh lad who's just moved to the local village of Overton in, uh, in Morecambe, and uh, I thought it was a beautiful village when I moved up, but uh, I've recently discovered there's a 20 mile an hour speed limit through it, and, well, have you ever been a 20 mile an hour? Yeah. I could push it quicker, Alan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard this. <laughs> that was fucking class. <laughs> oh, that was fucking funny. I, were you pissed? Like, 
No, I was driving. I was driving. It was like a car load of my brows. Like, Fucking out, you sound pissed. <laughs> yeah, you sound pissed. I've never <laughs> heard that before, no? No, oh, it's on my Facebook from that year. But anyway, do you know what was funny? I did that and so I did I did that and just hung up and ha ha good laugh. Dropped the boys off, went to bed. Just didn't think anything of it. Went into work the next morning. And guess what, Jake? Half four. Went into work the next morning. I was just milking cows. And uh, the boss came in and said, and was looking at me and like looking me up and down. And I was like, you right? He's like, what the fuck were you doing on BBC Lancashire last night? <laughs> I was like, oh shit, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck no, as if he heard about it. Uh, anyway, are you ready for Can't Talk Curbs Out? Question number one, most used word or sentence on the farm? Uh, where the fuck's that gone? Probably. Yeah, I, second, say, I, I second, say that a lot in the workshop. It's a very close call between that and BRE, but everyone else has said BRE. Yeah. So um, it's mostly my father never putting anything back where it lives and yeah. is the most infuriating drive you fucking nuts thing in the world so much so that i just have my own tools and no one else can fucking touch them because at least i know where they'll be you will i don't know about you boys but just like every workshop in the country we've got the, the long screws with about 10 on each one you know six yeah. to 24 spanners like everyone does but because my father's eyesight he can't see what numbers they are it's got 10 spanners deep six to 24 except no 10s, no 13s, no 17s, no 9s, yeah. no 22s. They just can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's exactly the same. It's like, he buys these, like, reels of spanners that are, like, yeah, fucking canvas thing, and you'll go to it, and they'll just be the fucking 21s. There'll be a 20, yeah. there'll yeah. be a 15, a 14, yeah. and a 12, and, like, all the rest of it. It's just, God, it drives you insane, honestly. It's, um... Like, yeah, we, I mean, we use a fair fucking bit of tools, really. I mean, we do all our own silage and everything with an old fucking JF trailed forager. So, oh, you know, we're what a honey. proper living in the bloody 80s over here. It's, um, you know, and oh, we don't God. even like uh, fire it in, like, um, from the chopper. We drop the trailer off and then tow the trailer behind the chopper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Proper yeah. old school. Yeah, uh, no, mate, mate, that's, that's, that's the dream, if you ask me. That's fucking, that's the yeah. dream. No, I do fucking love silage. Mowing the best <laughs> job, without fucking doubt. Question number two. What is your all-time favourite Cabland classic? Well, this is a tough one. Like, I think I've narrowed it down to three, but then I'm not even sure if this is the three. I think I'm going to go with Pompeii, the Audion remix. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's fucking strong. I was there. To my own devices Many days fell away With nothing to show And the walls kept tumbling down In the city that we love Great clouds roll over the hills Bringing darkness from above 
Um, it is fucking class. It's uh, like I'm trying to picture it in sense of because it's not your favorite song. It's the song that you hear when you're nearly finishing a field, and it gets you properly bouncing in the cab. Like you're like fucking get me on that dance floor, get me a beer. But if you close your class the the runners up were uh, close enemies the jacob lineholm remix of example which has got a fucking oh i fucking love that i went to see example in manchester a few weeks ago and that was fucking sick he was okay. so good live and um the last one was hurricane by halsey the arty remix oh yeah oh nice. we'll drop we'll drop all three of them a little bit uh believe it or not uh Ooh, Jake, I don't know if you were there. Uh, I've seen example live in Penmine Shed in uh, ah, shows. Yes, I was there, die. You actually, yeah. Penmine Shed. You know, there's, a, there's a examples yeah, it, of performing it, it, in Glastonbury. Next thing he knows, he's in bloody a cow barn in the middle of Bill's West. Oh, uh, fucking surreal. <laughs> examples on stage in a red red oxide rsj fucking yorkshire boarded shed <laughs> all the bins are 200 liter pre-dip spray um yeah things with the holes cut out of them it's so fucking surreal yeah no i fucking missed that was my first and only royal welsh that's been oh, right. the, the last one that was on 2019 was it 20 yeah, yeah yeah one and um i stayed in ypv and fucking hell like I pitched a tent with one other mate of mine, and I think every night we had no less than five people in there. It was absolute fucking carnage. Oh, right. What a terrible yeah. fucking idea. Oh, right. You have those two birds from London there as well? Uh, <laughs> yeah, to fuck. <laughs> no, it was uh, more a case that I'd come back last and there'd be fucking... Oh, you come back last. Good choice of Yeah, work. on my fucking own, <laughs> mind. We all come last, don't we, Jake? We all come last. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> We gotta make sure everyone else is satisfied, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like trying to squeeze myself into this fucking two man. What? what are you squeezing yourself into? Just That's the tent. Choice of words, mate. Tight squeeze, man. Tight squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Question so. number three. Come on, I think you've already explained in your last answer, but Peter Bales. It's fucking tough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say pit, because I do the buck raking most of the time. But it is nice. Just oh, there's no smell like that fucking opening a bale. Oh, it's beautiful. It is nice, but like, it's just so much waste with a bale in terms of, and just so much effort when you think about moving them around and everything. It yeah, it's got to be pit. It's got to be pit. We put a new silage wall in our pit last year. I mean, a bit of concrete for you, 
Dabney, you fucking love that. But um, I can see him getting aroused now. Just thinking, about- <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. hell, fucking, I'm gonna be shaking. Down, 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 Jesus. <laughs> down, Biggie, down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't call him Biggie, Jake. Don't you worry. <laughs> down, Tinky, down, Tinky, the wing. <laughs> Now, Mr. Small, down. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Mr., so little, so little. <laughs> <laughs> Don't encourage him, Tom. But, uh, yeah, so it's got to be Pitt, I think. It's, um, yeah. I, I, I'm sort of in a love-hate relationship with Buckraken. It's, I think I miss it when I'm not doing it, but then when I come to doing it, I fucking hate it. So. Are you uh, is Buckraken on the back of the track there? No, we're, we're fucking modern here. I've uh, run some pipes from the back of our 52-plate TM to the front. And, uh, yeah, we, we're buck-raking on the front the last yeah, couple I, of years. I was going to say, I, I've, I've done a few hours buck-raking on the back. That kill you. Fuck your back like never yeah. anything else. Just, you, you, you are, like, top, you know, anything's like that. But buck-raking, you're like, oh, Jesus, your back by the end That's of the day. painful, isn't it? It's... Yeah, I think I did one or two years of it on the back, and like, oh, it you're just dying from the end of it. Yeah. It's, um. No. Yeah. <laughs> Our kit at home got, is a bit sort of. Uh, you've got no perception really. or depth of field, so it's so hard to get it right. But anyway, fuck yeah. me, where are these cows gone? They're on the fucking M4 jig. I know. Yeah. Question number four: four legs or four wheels? Oh, this would be a tough one. Jesus. It is a fucking tough one. Um. Ooh, I fucking love a mix of both. I could never live without one or the other, I don't think. But oh, I always put, I, I always put it, Tom, that I I'm I'm the same. You can't make them any any money without the legs, but they don't make any money without the wheels. It's 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 nah. just it's, it's, it's they come hand in hand, don't they? Yeah, yeah, literally. I mean, it's by the end of winter, you're sick of the four legs, but by the end of drilling you're sick of the four wheels that's so, a good way um, of putting it that's a good way of putting it the end of winter um, it comes leg, and it depends on what like time of year you're asking yeah. like as you're asking sure. me cows are about to go out it's like i probably prefer four wheels because i've been sick of seeing like yeah all milking i like that winter. that's such a good way of putting it yeah it'd be really really interesting to talk up everyone's answers and see if there's yeah any correlation between the time of the year that people are recording or coming yeah. on the yeah, 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 yeah. Answers. I bet in the autumn, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's um, I mean, I fucking love cows, and I'm well, <laughs> I must do to be able to fucking work with them, really. Because if you don't love them, you wouldn't fucking do it. I mean, it's, Boys, I'd say it's nearly Boys. as bad as sheep, Boys. but sheep are way fucking worse. Boys, I reckon we don't give an answer to that. We all just have a drink to farm in, eh? Oh, lovely, <laughs> isn't that great? Yeah. To all aspects of it, wheels and legs. Oh. This this will be an interesting one. Yeah, Mr. Chairman, go on and give us give us your best AGM slogan, and Mr. Chairman. Oh fucking hell! I tell you what, I was creasing at the one you had last time about the feathers yeah, and uh, yeah, the chicken. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, good. fuck, that's good. I might even use that this year on like our. Oh, club tops i'd never heard that before and it's like it's rare to like never heard one before yeah and um yeah 
I don't know. It's fucking I, tough. I tell you what, Winchester YFC have put up. Yeah, um, you've really it. fucked me up here. It's like all the fucking class ones have been put up today. They were, yeah. they were bloody good, Winchester yeah. YFC. I tell you, what, if there's anyone listening to this pod now and wants to follow a young farmer's page or account that is just fucking hilarious and proper, proper yeah. YFC, what YFC is all about, then follow Winchester YFC on Instagram. They're good, didn't they, Di? Can I just say? reiterate exactly what he's just said honestly it's it's one of my favorite fucking pages and i don't even know who the blokes are i've, I've even i've even i've been private messaging them for months i have no idea who they are but they fucking crack me up yeah, I, no, I thought you'd be like uh tied in with them because they're always like yeah. well involved in the pod nothing but they <laughs> don't even know who they are <laughs> we, we want we want them to come on the pod but we don't know who they are that's how <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they, they're brilliant, Pepe. And like, um, I keep, you know, when they put a post up, like all their members, I think, well, I must know one of them for there to be this sort of love or, you know, you know, yeah. I look and I'm like, they, lo- they love us. Now we love them. And there's just, you know, it's just this job going on. Like, yeah, they, they're good though. And, yeah. and, and honestly, I like, I know. You I quite know. like the mystery though, Di. I, I, like, I, I love the mystery. It's like, it's like, it's like fucking, uh, it's like it's like blind date, isn't it, Jake? Yeah, it's like what's what's that program that's on Netflix now? My missus made me watch the other day. Love is blind. It's like love is blind. Oh, I tell oh, you what, yeah, Jake, but they Jake. like uh, you get they married even... before they uh, even yeah. know what you look like. But... They married at first sight and all that. Jake, I might even just add them to the Cardiff group chat. Joe, I'm I'm keen to. You've got plenty enough life. already. What's to what's uh, what's another club full of people? Exactly. Yeah, but we are inviting an entire fucking county. Anyway, <laughs> come on, Tom. Don't hold it to suspense anymore. AGM. Um, well, I d- it's definitely not the best one I've ever heard, but I'm going to go with the one that I had on my first Young Farmers top, which was eight WKDs and nine pints equals blue tongue and movement restrictions. Yeah, I've got that. I've got that. You oh, that. as well. Which Have you was, got a t-shirt, Jake? Yeah, it was. But we had it for the Royal Welsh in like 2009. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've got the, the thing. Yeah, Torquay 2017 it was, and I had fucking Shermanator on the back. <laughs> oh, that's class. Because when I was 18, I sort of had my hair a lot more sort of spiked up. You were sophisticated. Someone level. made the. Uh, the sort of comparison between me and old Shermanator and it sort of stuck. So hey, for a year or two. Tom, to be was... fair, you did Shermanate those two birds at Greg James's show in Wembley. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> oh, really? Shermanator, Tom the Young Farmer's a sophisticated love machine sent from Russia <laughs> make two girls lucky night. <laughs> Don't worry, Tom. We'll stop recording a minute. You can tell us the truth, right? <laughs> no, Christ. It's um no AGM slogan this time. I mean, obviously, I'm sort of we've booked a hotel and we're in the process of booking a bus, and it's like, oh, it's that sort of energy feeling of like, yeah. yeah. God, and it, I'm and of it comes, it comes at that time of year when it's the end of winter, like the, the nights mm. are drawing out. You, you just, yeah. you've naturally got all those endorphins. You're ready to go. Yeah. And then guess what? We are going. Fucking yeah. let's go. Come on, Jake, let's go. 
I'll tell you, I'll tell you a fucking chest now though. Fucking dad put the next TB test. And like he sort of he told me to get in the house for 20 past nine. I was like, fine, he chatted some shit for a while. I fucked up into the lounge, fucking lie on the sofa for a five minute, whatever. Dave he, he, yep. right. and he um <laughs> he put a message in the group chat like TB testing 20 something of April reading on the 29th of April I was like I sat up I was like that's the day we're going to fucking Blackpool and he was like kicking off like fuck I was like I'm right fucking here you <laughs> honestly I was like well you're gonna have to change that I'm not not going to Blackpool so <laughs> that bastard you're allowed to change Tom, it Tom you need to go to Blackpool on the Thursday night one year I did it when I Thursday I, I did it when I lived in Lancashire it was phenomenal is that is that the Boris bell die? Fucking hell. Still going. COVID restrictions have lifted, but this bell is still going. <laughs> Sorry, do you mean this bell end is still going? You is that a reference about Boris or mate? Don't be so nasty. Like it was it was a work event. <laughs> You ready? I don't know. <clears throat> it's been a while since I necked a pie. I think the last time it was at me 23rd birthday and they made me the most feral dirty pint I've ever had. You know when they put like babies and shit in it and it's just curdling the... Oh, what? You mean, you mean Loch Lomond? You'll remember, Jake, in my 18s, they took a pint glass round. Yeah, it was me that took it around, and your mother gave me a bollock, and she was not impressed. They, uh, they, uh, they, they, they took this uh, pint glass round, and they filled it with cash. Like people were putting money in to get me a yeah. dirty pint. And then when they went, when Jake went to the bar to get the pint, my mother went, "You were not giving him a dirty pint." Took the pint glass off him, and give it to me. I made sixty-four pounds. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> Would have been a good pint, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what am I drinking? I remember, Fuck me, Dave. What are you With drinking? Salt. Diesel. <laughs> yeah. Don't full face. And she just goes, is that for David? Um, no. Well, he's not drinking that. And she just took the pint glass off me and that, that was <laughs> yeah. it. That was the end of the conversation. Yeah. Um, word, word of warning for when you come to Cardiff, you don't mess with my mother. Well, yeah, you're inviting your mother to your 18th birthday yeah. party. I mean, uh, yeah, you can't be some kind of woman. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loves <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we're getting off topic. Tom, is there is there um, a time you're aiming for? Someone on the leaderboard you're after? I've no idea. I don't know how the hell I'm going to get on here. I mean, I'd like to be ten seconds, but I was looking at you posted the leaderboard the other day, and I was like, Jesus, you have to like swipe across now to get through yeah. all the uh, tables, like. Well, what's so, what what when we last put the poster, what worked quite well was it's like five second interval per page, so like under five on the first page, five to fifteen on the second, fifteen over on the third. So, so yeah. what do you want to be? Do you, like, do, you, do you think you can get on the first page under five? No, I have no idea. 
Well, I tell you what, should we find out? Then? Yeah, why don't we find out? Yeah, let's keep everyone on anticipation. Right. There's going to be a there's going to be a risk with my phone because I usually do the timing and my battery's about to die. So you've got to be quick. Or you'll, okay. you'll, you'll, <laughs> right. It's actually died on cue. Right. right. <laughs> Fuck it, that's good. I'll it? do the timing. I'll time it. Don't worry, lads. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll do the timing. Right. I'll be doing the counting in today then. Oh, right out. Are you ready, Tom? I feel like I feel like I should stand up or something. Tom, 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 please put that on your left hand, please. Yeah, or you've got to do a second one. We've had a few people drink in the wrong hand and have to go again. For the listeners at home, he's actually stood up and walked away from the screen so we get the full body. If I throw up all over my laptop, you've got to get it on film, haven't you? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Pint of Guinness. Are you ready, Tom? Three, two, one, go. Oh, oh, the pint out of view, die. Oh, 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 oh. Stop, 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 stop. Oh, very respectable. Very respectable, Tom. That was wet, that was. 7.4, Tom. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, happy with that. That's it. That's, that's... 10 seconds. Tom. Um... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. As it stands, Tom, you've beaten twenty people. That's not bad. I can live with that. I've got to be pleased with that. Got to be pleased with that. Four, very strong. You beat Jake. <laughs> you beat Jake by a solid five point five seconds. Oh, there we are. There we are. That's good, mate. <laughs> That's good. No, happy days. <laughs> Oh, cough it up, Dave. Cough it up. Yeah. While you're coughing her up, me and Jake will do the formalities. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you ever so much for tuning in to another episode of the Pub Deals podcast. With I think I've, I've gone all about this all very I'm talking to him, is he, Jake? Fucking BBC. It's got me. You, you, you mean you've, you've gone professional? I've gone professional. You have been listening to the Pubbles podcast, which is a Kiwi Kid production, along with myself, David Rees, and Jacob Anthony. I would like to take this moment to remind you all that you can like, subscribe, and leave a review. Um, follow us on Instagram. It's at Pubbles Pod. And you know what, guys? Fucking subscribe on Spotify. Fucking leave a review. iTunes, you know what. Just do it, right? Um, we're on Facebook. Have a little look at that. We don't really do much on that. Um, thank you, Jake. Thank you, Di. And most um, of all, thank you very much, Tom. This no has worries. been a BBC broadcasting. <laughs> Live. That up. It's no actually worries. a British Broadcasting Corporation production. No, they always say, don't they? Live from British, uh, no, British Broadcasting House. So cheers, Jake. Cheers, Tom. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. Cheers. Is Craig James with Tom the Young Farmer. And Tom, come on then. Dare I ask what's next? Yeah. So, do you remember last Wednesday? Hmm. No. Uh, it'll soon come flooding back to you. Don't worry. Shall I play this next bit? Yep. Play that. Good morning! Wednesday has happened. 28th of April. It's been quite the morning. Robin Oxford told us about this moment from Coronation Street as he thought he heard Maria say, Hey, I just farted. Hey, I just farted. I received another message from listeners Pete and Baz, and it simply said, We lost dancing, dash, 
just farted. Oh, God, it's you as well. It's just very uh, using very vulgar language. It's just said, "Have you gone for a, a dump, Greg? What is this? Four songs back to back? You again? I, I just went for a wee. Yeah. Sit down, wee. I put that on my Instagram. I know, and your Twitter. I was, I was, oh, I, I had no words for how I was responding to that. I was like, no way. I was. <laughs> I feel like I'm out, having an out of body experience right now. <laughs> but in a really great way. Let's continue this. This might not be a bad idea, you know, from Peter. He says, I think that how does it feel over the M83 beat would be, and it's Peter's words, sick. Danny Howard's not got much on, has he? Danny, if you're listening, I've got some homework for you. Danny, Danny. It set me up for the weekend, that. And you know what? Thank you for all the lovely messages, but it's not really me. It's Pete who yeah. texted in. It was his <laughs> genius idea, so big up to Pete. <laughs> Do you think about me when you're all alone? When the tide comes in, tell me where will you go? Do you think about us when you're feeling low? Do you think about us? How does it feel?